are you let me get this straight do you think that like this is saying a song from the perspective of a ghost absolutely brunch hit it boys You hear about Justin Bieber? He had the worst birthday ever. Even more recently, that's old news. This <laughs> is the breaking. Well, you got a news. birthday every year, so there's a chance that he could have the worst birthday ever this year. It's actually possible that he had a bad birthday this year because his brand new song reveals that he's settling for ghosts. Settling for ghosts? Yeah, oh, I'll settle for the ghost of you. Yeah, that's what that's he's not saying. A new song. New one. That's an old song. That's off that his latest album, which Reputation. I forget. Reputation. Repu- no, that's not his latest. <laughs> You're like, shut up. Uh, Purpose. Justice. Justice, I believe. Justice. Yeah, it was released uh, yeah, through Justice. Universal Music Group on September 10th, 2021. That's and a very good album. I don't know if I remember anything from it. Uh, Other than there's he, he As I Am like, with Khalid, Too Much, okay. Holy with Chance the Rapper. Uh, oh, Holy's, Holy's a bad song. I like that song. I like song, Holy's that's pretty a good. Bad song. Yeah. Uh, Ghost, which we just talked about. Peaches. Peaches is very stupid and I love it. Yeah. Deserve You. It's a really good song. There's also um, Anyone. Like, if it's not you, it's not anyone. Is that the one the uh, da, da, ba, 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 the one that sounds like a, a Toto song? I think that's anyone. Yeah, I believe Toto was like lightly suing him for that. It's also got Yummy and Baby and Love Yourself. <laughs> so it's a good album. Very good album. That's it, it's got. Uh, How did we start here? It's got cold water because he put out the new one where he's settling for ghosts. <laughs> he put out the new one a year ago. Yeah, don't settle for ghosts, everybody. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, what? I mean, we actually, don't, well, I we guess don't like ghost shame. Like, like, if they're the right person for you, why not? He, I, and I guess he's like settling for the ghost. He does ideally. He's getting more than the ghost, but he's he like recognizing. Look, he's recognizing that he's settling. And if you, if you're, if, if you're recognizing it and you're okay with it. Then, like, if that's what you want to do, then by all means. That changes the tone of the song, though, from a very nice, happy song that Ghost is to and now it's kind of a bummer. I think that the, what he's trying to do is celebrate that he hangs out with ghosts and make it like a kind of spooky, fun, quirky time, sort of a jokey, funny song. But you think about it, settling for the ghost of someone, a bit of a bummer. It is he also says he misses them, the person who's represented by the ghost, more than life. How how does he miss life? Yeah, that line always kind of like I like that song, but like I miss you more than life. Love you more than life is something you could say. You love somebody more than you love life, and hopefully we all love life. But and to miss somebody, you don't miss life because you're still living. Wouldn't the ghost miss life? Unless he's saying, unless he, this is sung from the perspective of a ghost, and he's saying, hey, a lo- hey, I would ideally have, if I, what did he say? Uh, and if I can't get close to you, look, I'm trying to get all up on you, but if that can't happen, I'll take the ghost version of you, which honestly would be probably more appropriate since I'm a ghost anyway. I miss you so much the way that I, a ghost, would be expected to miss being alive so do you think that like ghosts look at living humans as ghosts because no because they can't interact with them no i think that they say i think they'd like to get close to them but if they can't they'll settle for the ghost of them so and again at that point then it's kind of a level playing field so are you let me get this straight do you think that like this is saying sung from the perspective of a ghost absolutely and then (laughs) And so if he's saying I'll settle for the ghost of you because he can't get close to that person, is that him wishing that they would die so that they become a ghost? I believe this is sung from the perspective of a homicidal ghost, yes. 
Wow, that does change. That does change the the uh, there's tone a little, of the song. There's a little the stranger era Billy Joel to this song. There's like some light. Hey, I love you, and if you don't love me back, and you're not trying to seal this deal with me, remember. I think you were the one that pointed this out to me. Remember. It's the goody two-shoes that die. Yeah. So. <laughs> it does have big, like, fuck me or die energy. Really? And bringing, like, God into it, too. Because, like, the whole, like, uh, only the good die young. That's, like, the, like, oh, God takes the best for himself yeah. early and all of that. Weird one. Very Not weird. as weird as the start to this podcast. I'll grant you that. But I think a lot of pe- the people on the Patreon on the Breaking uh, Better Call Saul thing where they leave notes questions comments for us to talk about on the breaking bad post game episodes most of their questions were actually about whether or not the the new 2021 justin bieber song ghost is sung from the perspective of a ghost this is the second big uh music discussion that i've of an old song that i've gotten into this week i also uh debated whether or not walt grace from walt grace's submarine test lives you know that song? Walt Grace's Submarine Test. Walt Grace's Submarine so. Test is a very uh, underrated oh. John Mayer song. Okay, it's a John Mayer one. It's a very good song. Um, and it's about a man who takes a uh, fan made, or a one man, man made fan blade submarine ride. And if you look at the lyrics, it's very, uh, it's very ambiguous, it's very mysterious. About whether or not he actually lives. I like uh, I like windhorsting songs. <laughs> Same. Very, now, why would a ghost? Why would a ghost say that? Very strange. Very strange lyrics from Mr. Bieber. Well, John Mayer says, "Because when you're done with this world, you know the next is up to you. I miss you more than life. <laughs> I miss you more than life." Now, why would he say that? It's from the 2012 John Mayer Justin Bieber collaboration, "Born and Raised," X Purpose. It also features "Sorry." It's a really good Justin Bieber song. "Sorry" is a very good Justin Bieber song. What's your favorite Justin Bieber song? Oh, that's uh, too deep of a discussion to get What's into. Your, off how the about cuff. this? What's your favorite Justin Bieber or John Mayer song? <laughs> or I mean. If we're gonna, we'll, do, make, we'll make a social graphic out of this. It's just gonna be all John Mayer songs. No, we each only have one pick, and it'll say, "What is your favorite Justin Bieber or John Mayer song?" Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's such a uh, uh, stereotypical answer, but I mean, Gravity's got to be the best song out of either catalog. Gravity's a very good song. Um. But yummy Does, is also yeah. good. <laughs> so you're going gravity, honorable mention, yummy. <laughs> I think I'm going to go. This doesn't count because it's not really a Justin Bieber song, but I think I'm going Where Are You Now? That honorable is a Justin mention, Bieber song. It's on a Justin okay. Bieber album. It, honorable mention, yummy, I think. <laughs> so I love, I just, I really love doing the uh, like. Picking a very like classically good music song and then being like, but Yummy's also pretty good. Yum, Yummy's just nipping at its heels, though. <laughs> we'll make a social graphic out of this. Uh, Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. That's where you get the good episode that we did today. Today, this one's like a kind of like fun one. We're kicking off our shoes on this one. The Better Call Saul one, we had notes, we had thoughts. We put out a uh, spoiler-free little clip that you can see. A lot of people are freaking out about it. Passing along questions, comments, concerns. We've got some theories, some great theories. It was it's been very well received. So get on Patreon and uh, get that, and you'll get all the brunch bonus content. As I well do as like that uh, weekly uh, weekly Saul post game shows. I'm a big fan of the uh, the fact that our Patreon episodes are the organized well planned out ones with like deep thought and then our regular episodes that hit the main feed for everybody are just like unhinged and unplanned and just let a rip 
That's yeah. usually the opposite of uh, how most podcasts approach it. So I like that we're doing it differently. I do know, though, I, I listen to a podcast that has a Patreon, and they do one bonus episode a week, um, and they do an hour-long regular episode per week. And sometimes they'll just do them both back-to-back, and they'll record the regular episode first, and that they cut it exactly at the 60-minute mark, and then whatever they can, whatever they're talking about from that point on to, like, the... 90 minute mark is the the patreon episode even if they're in the middle of a discussion like so that's a great idea <laughs> yeah. that's taking what we do one step further which is just like if one of us finishes a sentence and we're like oh we've been podcasting long enough it just ends right there there's generally not a goodbye that's a good idea pick though. it up on the other end join the patreon we could do cliffhangers just some real cliffhangers i don't i'll tell you what though I wouldn't want to do the, like, because uh, I like doing thoughtful things where we use our brains a lot, and I like goofing around and joking around equally. So yeah, I don't, I don't like think the, that I, either one has particularly, like, more value, because I think that we can do both. I just think that, like... And and it's not even like when we do when we're like all right we're gonna center in on this topic and we're gonna we're gonna think about it. It's not like that doesn't devolve into nonsense half the time anyway too. Right. Ooh, Brett texting into the buzz. It's so hot today, Pete. Are you hot? I haven't gone outside today, but I did hear don't go outside today if you don't have to. I'm very hot and I'm very uncomfortable. And uh, do you have AC? I do, but have I told you my AC thing of late? No, I just haven't been using it, and not for financial reasons. I don't know why, but this summer I've really liked to not have AC going, and it serves to tell me when it's hot out. Hey, it's hot out. Don't be inside. And then I go and I rollerblade or I do something. But as a result. I just have fans going all the time, specifically like fans on me. I don't have like a fan for rooms like next to my piano. There's just a fan that hits me in the face if I sit down on my piano next okay. to the bed. Well, I mean, I, I I think you're like you're wading into dangerous territory here because you're like you're you're potentially becoming the guy that complains about how hot it is, even though you have AC that, you, that you're choosing not to use. Yeah. I mean... Whom, whom's among us hasn't uh, waded into becoming a guy they didn't need to become? <laughs> fair. That's very fair. That's just that's that's, that's being that's a guy. That is being uh, that's being a bro. Hey, um, let me ask you this, my bro. Where are you on Barbie core? Um, I am like lightly, a little too. Uh, Annoyed by the memes already. It's just wearing pink. Yeah. And it's like, I'm more interested in the movie than I am the memes. And I didn't think that that was like a particularly outrageous picture. It's just a very bright pink outfit. And I'm more, I'm more waiting for, uh, I think that there's a lot of memeability and a lot of um, content that can be had out of the Barbie movie. Let's not shoot Mm. our wad a little too early i mean i agree with that i'm very much looking forward to the movie but i've seen all the people hey so-and-so goes barbiecore they wear pink and i'm like yeah a lot of us wear pink pink's a good color i like wearing pink and i like supporting this barbie movie but it, it feels like it's being kind of painted as like a or positioned as like a challenge do you think that it's a it's part of the marketing campaign for the movie gotta be yeah gotta be I believe actually we talked about that on the uh, the news slash entertainment show I do at work, and uh, as we were discussing it, I was having uh, Josh Tillman's words ring in my ears about how he said that uh, they tried to make board in the USA a TikTok challenge. Yeah, during COVID, and he was like, "I'm just so I'm so sorry that every second of your life and everything that you all consume." is being promotion for something right yeah. like yeah just like being sold so as we were talking about the barbie core thing i was like yeah he's probably right like yeah. the color pink now is hey i will say this 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 might be problematic i'm gonna go there though 
I, I need to think of something that. Uh, so you've heard me outspoken about I don't like polos. I think that when men wear polos, it doesn't look very good. So we had equal. this conversation with Ryan Lambert right before um, before the Grateful Dead concert, where it's like yeah, you, couldn't, this... you couldn't catch me dead in a polo. It's like if I have to wear a, something with a collar, I'm just going to wear a button-up. Yeah, so uh, I have since, by the way, gotten a pretty cool – it's like a cable-knit short-sleeve button-up. So as a result, it, it's kind of polo-ish, but it's cool. It puts a fun little spin on it. I was rocking it last weekend got a few compliments but the reason i wanted to make fun of polos is or say that i don't think polos look good is so it doesn't sound like i'm just being sexist here when i say uh a big thing being tied into the barbie core thing is platform heels you know what those are um they're like i think that's what they're called they're like the the one like they have platforms they're like the like the front of them are like platforms I really don't like those. Yeah, same. I think those don't look good. You agree? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not a big heels guy to begin with. Being a short, a short fella, mm. I don't particularly care. Like, I'm not gonna like be like, you can't wear heels. But I don't know. Like, the shoes don't do it for me. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a foot guy. I'm not Tarantino. Right. I'm not uh, Vince Gilligan. I just. I don't pay too much attention to the feet. I've noticed sneakers, like a girl in cool sneakers is like, I think that that's more attractive than a girl in like heels. I mean, generally, I kind of feel the same way in that like one thing isn't going to make me like, wow, unless like they're just like cool looking heels or cool looking shoes or flats, I think always look cool. If I were a, if I were a gal, I'd probably be doing a lot of flats. I think I think it's a, it's like a vibes thing for me. Like I, I, I casual is is what I like to go for more. Like I, I like dive bars over clubs. Mm. So it does make sense that I'm like, yeah, like cool, cool kicks over heels. It's all about how it ties together the outfit. But the yeah, the vibe. platform heel thing. Uh, yes. And I like I also don't like boots, like even for like fellas, I don't like boots with like a ton of uh, of lift. I don't know what it is anyway. Uh, but I tweeted out to Brett or to everybody. I said, it's hot. What is a nice thing that I can do in Boston tonight that is outside? And uh, really bummed that it's gotten a lot of responses and none of them are good. What are the, some of the of them responses? Are like, I didn't catch it. Go to dinner or what? Go to a bar. Uh, the only good response I really like is Brett asking if I am at office hours as I send this tweet. Is, does that mean drinking? No, it means like, am I at a coffee shop oh. uh, getting some work done? Oh. <laughs> getting okay. a little oh, yeah, I forgot done. that you called it office hours. The Keep... task this time is uh, <laughs> where am I going to go after this or something? <laughs> He did send me a, an offers hours response to my Instagram story yesterday saying, like, can't beat these office hours. Oh, he said the office hours are tight. And it was me at Treehouse. Oh, yeah. That's like an office hours type. Thing. It was famously not an off hour, office hours type because I did nothing product produ- productive other than sit in a lawn chair in the sun, get sunburnt and drink Treehouse, which was a A-OK day by me. Firm believer in the laptop at the brewery, though. So yeah, I just didn't have any work to do yesterday. And I went very, very If I'd gone by myself, which is the first time I'd been to the Charlton Treehouse, that place is fucking gorgeous. I did not oh, yeah. realize that it was that. Like, I was just envisioning everything that I've heard from Treehouse was that, like, you, you just go there to get your beer and then you leave. Huh. Which, which is you go not with? true. I went with uh, my pal James, otherwise known as Jim. Oh, Okay. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. Jim's a beer guy. Big beer guy. Jim uh, gave me guff, though, one time for going to Treehouse. Why? I think he was like, call me basic for it, so I'm glad he went to Treehouse. That can't be true. Jim loves Treehouse. I hope he does. Treehouse is the best. It's amazing. I did. What, did uh, you get anything to go? I did. I got uh, 12 beers. I got Julius, the, cla- the classic. Got I did get uh, Greensicle, which came out yesterday, and nice. I've been hearing like rave reviews about I'm excited mm-hmm. to tap into one of those. I got a cocoa creamsicle, and then I got a uh, a 
peach haze. Oh, wow. How many peach haze did you get? I believe two. All right. So of all those, I would most want the peach haze. I think very hazy is the best. Is I should have asked if you favorite. wanted anything, but I was very That's okay. I'm being selfish. I'm, um, we'll see what happens, but uh, I am beginning like a, a light little break from drinking. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just because it's so hot out. Uh, anyway, uh, Creamsicle. <laughs> Maybe you should turn on your AC. <laughs> no, no, I'll just stop drinking. The I'm not blown away by Creamsicle. I was disappointed by the Creamsicles uh, at Treehouse, so I'm interested to hear what you think. This is a Cocoa and, uh, Creamsicle, though. Coconut. So, mm, I bet it's good. I, but I bet the Peach Haze is going to be amazing. Yeah, I had uh, I had a peach something, or I had a peach tart mm. at the... Uh, oh, maybe, did I get the peach haters or did I get the peach tart? I don't know. I have to check my fridge. But the peach tart was very light and very good. Peach is tight. Peach is tight. You know who peach, else likes oh, peaches? Oh, I know. I'm remembering why Jim, why Jim gave me guff. Because it was like the week before Christmas, I was... I Now I remember. I tweeted like, in line at Treehouse, picking up beer, AMA... And he gave me shit for uh, getting for like going there at a busy time. Oh yeah, Jim's a, a big like, hey, avoid crowds at all costs kind of guy. Right. I think I may have given him a light. You know what? <laughs> Let me make my own decisions. If I want to wait in line right now, and this is where I, I really want to be, wanted to do the AMA, so I needed to put myself in a line <laughs> where I, I actually, I quite do like the the. Oh, I'm in a situation where I have more time on my hands than I thought. So let's uh, goof around on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I should do that sometimes. We should do that on brunch, like more. Yeah, we there, don't use th- the brunch Instagram at all. I know. I don't have it on my phone right now. I was wondering why you posted today's uh, social clip to your personal instead of the brunch one. I did it to both of our personals. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't. Uh, I don't have it on my phone. If I, whenever I take any social media off my phone, which uh, I'm wont to do occasionally, it takes forever for me to a put it back on my phone and b put more than just one account back on my phone. Like I just put the brunch Twitter back on my phone like three days ago, and then I think two days ago took Twitter back off my phone. So that's pretty I'll healthy. Be, yeah. Speaking of healthy. Been on the road for far too long. Uh, Back home for good for the rest of the summer. No more trips. I got to lock back into my routine. Uh, I was a big routine guy before I left for the Stanley Cup final. And boy, did that ever just blow up as soon as I was on the road. Got to get back in the gym. Also got to be back healthy. Start eating healthier. Part of that will come from uh, our partner from this episode, which is Athletic Greens. Athletic mm. Greens uh, send, sent both of us a ton of product, including AG1, uh, and I've started using it almost every day, and I am legitimately a big fan. AG1 uh, is if, if you're looking to get healthier, you don't have a ton of time, you want better gut health, uh, I started to take it because I – I just like don't eat sometimes during the day. I just forget to eat or I just like mm. run out of food in my house. And it's like if you can put something healthy in your body to increase your nutritional value, I'm for it. So what is AG1? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Literally all the things. It helps all the things. So uh, if you want to just take it in the morning – Get it out of the way. Feel good about starting your day off by doing something right for you. That seems like something, hey, maybe you should consider or tell your friends or tell your family. It's uh, it's very lifestyle healthy and, and friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Uh, it supports better sleep quality and recovery. I mean, come on. There's not much to do here. Plus, it's at a very good price point. So right now, uh, reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional uh, 
advantage, I'll say. It's one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements uh, to, you know, run the the gamut on your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free one a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first first purchase that's a year supply of immune immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash brunch that's athleticgreens.com slash brunch to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You hear about Bloody Mary? This feels like a trap. No, you hear about Bloody Mary? Who's Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary's a famous ghost. It did uh did uh She got that yummy yummy. <laughs> Fuck you. I just frantically googled famous ghosts. <laughs> You would have, you, you should have done like a, a moaning myrtle. Uh, moaning myrtle would have been. I mean, but what, I, so many of the ghosts that I could think of have ghost in their name, so I didn't want to. <laughs> Wait, let's totally let's rattle off some ghosts that we like that we know. Okay, yeah, no looking. All right, so I'm thinking ghost of Christmas past. Okay, ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> okay, ghost of Christmas future. Okay, can I Casper, go? Yeah, okay. aka that friendly ghost. That's right. Go ahead. I was gonna say Casper would probably be my number one ghost draft. Maybe we should do a ghost draft. Ghost draft. Let's do it. <laughs> you want to just do that right now? Yes. Ghost. All right. Draft. We, we oh, have, wait, wait, wait. We're doing ghost draft, but we can't look up ghosts. We have to ghost, ghost draft, draft off the top of the head. Ghost draft or ghost draft the whip, baby. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Uh, ghost draft or uh, baseball players. <laughs> okay. All time. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do let's do a starting nine of, of ghosts or or baseball players. Ghost dra- ghost or baseball player. We're picking nine each. This is absolutely gonna be a thing we do where we do a draft and it's built around one thing and at the last second we say, Oh, but you could also include this totally <laughs> irrelevant. I love thing. this. Okay. All right. Uh, are you keeping track? Are you keeping notes here for the social yes. graphic? Okay. Who gets first pick? Uh, you take it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with Casper the Friendly Ghost. Nice. The most charisma of any of uh of any of these. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, I think is uh is the ghost of Christmas. Who's the one that shows them what it would be like if they were never born? Uh, that's it's a wonderful life. I know, but go, let's see. <laughs> Wait, but don't the, doesn't the ghost doesn't Scrooge have something like that? No, I think too? it's I think that's like it shows you what it would be like if you if you died. Okay, so then so I know Clarence is in It's a Wonderful Life, right? Yeah, sure. Hold on, let me look this up. Yeah, I, we said no looking it up. All right, okay, but I'm just saying. Wait, Clarence, It's a Wonderful Life. Hold on. Clarence is a guardian angel character. I, that, that, that's a ghost, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, guardian angel. I, I think it's a, I think a I think a guardian angel. Like, yeah, you're you're essentially a ghost. Okay. Okay. Is that your, your first pick, Clarence? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> ah, that's such a good one. Uh, okay, uh, Ken. Griffey Jr. Do we have to alternate picks or do we can we just pick like at will? Could I just have nine baseball players? No, okay. I'm gonna I, th- go, I think we so. should alternate picks. Uh, Actually, no. I th- let's just pick. No rules. <laughs> uh, okay, so you went Ken Griffey Jr. I want to take. A- now that you got Ken Griffey Jr., I'm kind of thinking I should just like load up on ghosts. <laughs> um,. Hmm. You just said you like don't know any ghosts. So that's the thing. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be able to get baseball players later. I feel like, or maybe I, I don't know what your strategy is. But You're I got the best. I got the best baseball player. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, Nolan Ryan. Okay, all right. Uh, give me nearly headless Nick. What's that? That is a Harry Potter ghost. Nearly headless Nick. 
Okay. Three. I'm going with... Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with... I. Oh, I know. Go on. Yvonne Rodriguez. Oh, wow. Okay. Pudge. Yeah. Famously not a ghost. Those are, man, what a battery I've got. <laughs> Nolan Ryan throwing to Pudge. That uh, rocks. Uh, I'm going to say Barry Bonds. Nice. It's a powerful pick. That is definitely a powerful pick. Uh... I'm going to take Bloody Mary. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Get in there. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to here's here's a good one. Here's a good one. I'm going to take Shoeless Joe Jackson, who is a baseball player and that, also a ghost. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of both. Yeah. Shoeless Joe Jackson. I'm going to go with Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Hell yes. That is a very good one. Uh, so that's five each. I have no idea whether this is being enjoyed by listeners. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying I'm, it. We got to keep going. You know that I'm a big, let's just entertain ourselves and worry about the the rest later. All right. All right let's keep going. Okay. I'm going to take the Flying Dutchman, who is the uh, the pirate ghost from SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah. I actually, at Storyland, I heard somebody singing a Ween song, and I was like, oh, what? And I realized they were singing uh, uh, Loop de Loop about how to tie your shoes. Okay. That's the Ween song that's in, uh, or that's the song that Ween did for SpongeBob. But whenever I hear it, I don't hear it in the context of SpongeBob. So I was, I thought that Storyland had some really cool families there. Okay. I need a ghost. Uh, so Casper's gone. Are is the Michelin Man a ghost? No, he's just a bunch of tires. All right. Well, I I have a really good one, but I don't think you're going to take him the next round. So I'm going to take uh, Manny Ramirez. Okay, it's a great. He's got a great inside-out swing. I'm going to pick Ghost from uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Ghosts from Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, I will take the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Not a ghost. Uh, Your Honor, without being able to look it up, this is Pete's word against mine. It's, I guess, uh, if I go to make the graphic in in the meantime, and then find out that he's not a ghost, I will wrote, I will put in a thing that says, "To be fair, later found to not be a ghost." To be fair, Ghost from Call of Duty: Modern Warfare is not an actual ghost; it's just his nickname. It's a, mm. essentially his call sign. So uh, we can each have one. Okay, but, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy, famously not a ghost. Okay. All right. What pick are we on right now? Uh, seven. Or no, eight. Uh, give me Ricky Henderson. Oh, man. We swiping bags. Ricky Henderson. Uh, I will take... Shoot, why can't I think of his name? I'm going to take Johan Santana. Johan Santana, wow. That's a deep cut, sort of. 
It's like he's like a very he was like probably the number like one or two pitcher for a while, but like is constantly forgotten. Yeah, he was so good though. It was crazy though that I I, I was like, wait, what was that guy's name again? That's he was way too good to yeah. overcome. A, what was that guy's name again? Yeah, he's only forty three. He should still be going, Damn, man. Damn, that's crazy, and he's been gone for forever. He fell off yeah. pretty hard when he went to uh, the the Mets. The Mets, yeah, yeah. Bummer. Uh, all right. So, I, is this my last pick? I forget. Yes, it's my last one. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I was gonna take a baseball player, but I'm gonna say Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. You, I'll tell you what, the, the ghosts that you've picked have had cooler names than the ones I've picked. Yeah. Blood, like Bloody Mary is the only cool named one that I did. Uh, what about... Could I take Harley and Marley or do I only get one? Who's Harley and Marley? Or Harley and Marley. I think they're I think ghosts. You, I think if they have a song together, you can take yeah. both of them. Harley in parentheses featuring <laughs> Marley. I think that's what they're in. Let's see. Harley and Marley. Uh, nothing is coming up when I Google this. <laughs> just just leave it anyway. And if you have to do the graphic with like a picture, just put a question mark. I legitimately Googled Harley and Marley, and on the right where it has, like, hey, like here's the most famous thing, it says, Harley and Marley, planet-loving pets, and it's a business that appears to be in Dublin. <laughs> you definitely Harley made and this up. Marley, Marley and Marley are their names. Marley and Marley? It's a real Pete and Pete, and in the Muppet Christmas Carol... They're portrayed by Statler and Waldorf. No. Ah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Well, this was a fun draft that, that I did not see coming. Like fun, purposeful draft. I think I I would love the idea of bringing uh, a like surprise draft to every episode where one of us picks a topic and doesn't <laughs> tell the other person. Yeah. So we so we'll be like well studied for for, for one of them. Yes, I like that idea. And you okay. can't and you can't look it up during. You can't like research during the episode either. You kind of just have to see how much you can draft from the other person's topic of choice. Mm, very good. Uh, we should discuss Emmy nominations. Those came out, Blech. and at long last, Ray Seahorn is up for Best Supporting Actress. But that's just about the only good news. Yeah, I saw Tony Dalton not nominated. Uh, That's why this is why I don't respect the Emmy nominations or the Emmys. It seems like very much a lot of the time, whoever is in charge of these nominations really likes a certain show, and they just nominate everybody from that show or from like, and they just ignore everything else. Yeah, I mean, Pam and Tommy got three nominations. And did you even watch Pam and Tom? You didn't never did got not. around to it, right? No. It was bad. That, 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 that should not be nominated for things. Good for them, but like, yikes. And the Tony Dalton thing really sticks in my craw because they gave they, – they, I, I love Nicholas Braun and I love Succession. But like, I am nominating the performance of Lalo Salamanca over Cousin Greg all day, every day. And the old guy from Player One from Squid Game was nominated for Best Supporting Actor over Tony Dalton. And wait, the the old guy? Yes. What? Yeah. So it seems like like a lot of the Best Supporting Actor, and I I, I kind of have the same attitude as you, which is like it's the Emmys. They yeah, what am I miss on a bunch of stuff. It? Yeah. Right. It's like kind of how I feel about the the Grammys now. But it's just so apparent they're like we really like Squid Game, and we really like the old guy from. Uh, Squid Game, which so do I. I love that yeah, guy. Yeah, same. But like, I use him to make memes about my bitch ass Keurig. Tony but, Dalton is like one of the best villains in the history of TV. He did, yeah. He he just did what nobody else did. So that's annoying. Well, that's talking about the uh, Emmys. What else do you want to talk about? Did you watch any of the Bill Burr thing? I did not. Uh, I do want to mention though that like uh, if you are watching Better Call Saul, which you should be, 
if you're not watching Better Call Saul, get started and catch up so that you can catch the end of the season with with us because it's going to be a ride. But we are doing the show on Patreon, and the first episode that we did was a whole lot of fun. We got we did a little deep dive. Would like to lightly discuss, you know, absolute heater of a uh, return this week and uh, big right. things that happened in it. I'm very excited. Uh, and that's all I kind of wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. So should should we sprinkle any like freebie Better Call Saul stuff in here? Because I don't want to. I very much love the Patreon. I don't people, think. I, I don't think uh, doing the Patreon stuff is like it means that we have to ignore Better Call Saul on the main episode. Right. Okay. Good. So you you'll you can get cursory stuff here. Somebody tweeted at me and was like, "Man, I just wish that you would do this stuff all the time. Wish you didn't." Wish you like weren't doing your day job or something, and I was like, "Well, there." That makes two of us, pal. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. I, I, I absolutely love my job, but I was like, "There is a Patreon, my friend." So right? Like, if you want, if you want me to get paid for this, you have the option of something being in right. charge of that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure it was from a nice patron, but anyway, yeah, get on the Patreon if you're digging it, and we are having a lot of fun with it. I said in the uh patreon episode that we're gonna call them post game shows because we're planning on doing them live like maybe a half an hour after the episodes air and then we'll put them out on uh the the feed the way that we did this week but the may contain spoilers does contain spoilers but the back-to-back death that they just gave us when as you said pete better call saul doesn't really do a lot of deaths so that they killed off two major characters as quickly as they did and. was bonkers. And just overall, those epi- I don't know if there's been two episodes back-to-back that are as good as the last two episodes. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. And it's very strange to think about, like, so that they did back-to-back deaths for two characters that you never really, like, put together. And now they're like really, really intertwined to the point linked. to the point where they are buried together. Like they are yeah. buried together. Two characters that had very little to do with each other throughout the course of the series. And like that part to me was kind of wild. Like just like even just from like not only from like a show perspective, but just from like an existential perspective. That you can just, like, be laid to rest, like, next to somebody that you didn't even fucking know in life. Although, they did have a pretty big impact on your life. For sure. Like, that, that, like, that's, (laughs) yeah, that's, that is so fucked that, like, that's Howard's fate. Yeah. Gets killed by this guy. No one will find him. He get he at least gets a little story, but it's not a flattering one. It's not a flattering story. Like it's a disgraceful yeah. one. Yeah, man. But I think what a, I, I I was even thinking when I was looking at the Emmy nominations, I did like like Control F Tony Dalton got nothing. Rolled my eyes, and then I was like Control F Patrick Fabian maybe <laughs> definitely not. No. They didn't go there. But but, but deserves recognition. Des- deserves praise. Um, yeah the the. There was like a lot of heartbreaking layers to this past episode of Better Call Saul. And I think like the disgraced story for Howard, like the disgraced posthumous story for Howard is certainly one of them. And I think that like you can see that on the faces of Jimmy and Kim um, when like they're they're like when Mike's like, this is how it's going to go. This is the story yeah. and you have to go along with it. You don't have a choice. And And then he like throws in the comment like, they look upset, and he throws in the comment like, "Hey, this is what you were working on, wasn't it?" Yeah. It's different now, Hawk. Since like, since since he's dead, but like, this is what now you were working on killed. to ruin his life. That yeah. that just kind of was like a damn. It's a man. I always go back to Mike's bad choice road talk. It's kind of like like he's like, "Hey, you're on this road. Commit this to is, it. This yeah, this is what you were in." So. Like you have to take a step that you didn't want to take, but you took when you the get first on these step. roads, exactly. When you get on these roads, you know that 
you're in. And he brings I've applied that to so many from like I did a Breaking Bad rewatch, I did a Better Call rewatch. Like that scene is so that's like the essence of Mike because you can apply that logic to so many different people where they'll say like, "Hey, what happened to so and so?" And he'll be like, "That's different. They weren't in the game." And he mm-hmm. gets really mad when uh when NPCs are affected. Yeah. Mike, the original NPC empath, yeah. I've got little to no choice but to absolutely stand the guy. He turned in a great episode too as like the uh the only um the only moral compass that wasn't in hysterics. Like obviously Kim is Kim's got a good head on her shoulders, but mm-hmm. she been through a shitload of trauma. Speaking of NPC empaths, like I thought, I found it kind of funny that um, that Lalo had like an NPC empath moment in this past episode, where he was like listing off all the people that uh, that mm. were killed in his house that were like quote unquote innocents. He was like, he, they killed my gardener, they killed my housekeeper, they killed this sixteen year old boy who had no skin in the game and never did anything wrong. And it's like my brother in Christ. You literally murdered a guy at a travel agency who was just like at his job and in court did not know his name. Right. Remember that when he's like, oh, that, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's the family of uh, he's like, oh, that's Fred. So and so's family. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, the, the young man who was murdered. He's like, oh, oh, OK. Yeah, that is true. But I guess uh, we all see things through our own lenses i really really hope that you all listen to this and i'm and i'm saying this not just to non-patrons for them to sign up i hope that all the patrons are watching better call saul are caught up and can hear it because we love the interaction you guys got the ball rolling with uh the post we're going to put up on patreon every week saying like hey give questions or thoughts anything to contribute to the discussion here and we'll hit on it we plan to have guests when we do it live. There's going to be some fun, potentially silly games that will work into it, but it's going to be the best post-game show you've seen. And hopefully, not to get ahead of ourselves, if there are things that we're really excited for, maybe it could be something that we apply to other things. Like, I don't know, there, there isn't another show right now that's got its hooks in us the way that Better Call Saul will, but if there's some sort of event that... Uh, is uh, is that big for us? Maybe we'll do things like that. So get on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Listen to Brunch. We love you. Uh, I did watch a little bit of the. I watched roughly half of the Bill Burr special, and I love Bill Burr. I think a lot of us love Bill Burr. It kills me that even he can't stop doing the. What's up with cancel culture thing? I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I saw like one of the clips that was shared uh, was about like uh, canceling John Wayne. Yeah, and he does the he goes after people that uh, call themselves woke. And my biggest reaction to that is I haven't heard anyone call themselves nobody, woke. Nobody calls themselves like woke for years. Yeah. It's, it's just woke for okay. So we know that woke initially what it was. Stay woke. It was a term from it was a term in state of mind for black people to watch your back be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. take care of yourself make sure that make sure you know what's going on around you white people of course jumped on it stole it tried to apply it correctly maybe it was off by a little bit and then after like one month of that angry white people used it to describe anything that could be interpreted as considerate yes so like people oh oh the woke mob's gonna come after me now and it's like what you what you used to say about the word liberal where people would i was just gonna say it kind of has the same like, career arc lives. as liberal yeah yeah where it's like oh, oh 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 this liberal person's gonna come after me and it's like dude if, if you're using a nice word as an insult you're kind of telling on yourself there but anyway like so yeah bill burr does this thing about like uh, people who call themselves woke, and I'm like, ah, I think you're kind of missing them. I don't know if anybody's calling themselves woke. Nobody, nobody's days. calling themselves woke these days. It's very rare to be like, I'm woke. No, it's like it's somebody's calling you that to insult you. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. 
Did he get to anything that was particularly funny? He talked about uh, he talked about women's sports and uh, like profit sharing and things like that. There wasn't anything in it that had me howling, but maybe I'll watch the second half and it'll be great. But I'll tell you, it, it started off on the wrong foot for me that he starts with the woke thing when, you know me, like I almost, I get just as mad if somebody's talking about something that isn't really real as if somebody, as when somebody's talking about something bad. Like if someone's complaining about something that doesn't really exist, I'll be like, that doesn't exist. That's a straw man or whatever. And that's intentionally or unintentionally. I think that's what Bill Burr does uh, in this. I'm still not finding any outdoor activities, by the way. Doing Somebody's- outdoor activities uh, like to avoid the heat or like to not be like put down by the heat. To not fire heat? up the AC. To not fire up the AC. Right. But that's a tough, um, that's a tough, uh, a tough go. I got uh, kayaking, which I did recently. I love kayaking. That's pretty I cool. got uh, go to bed. No. I did that recently. Walk to a movie theater. Let's draft our favorite things to do outside and cereal. No, this isn't how it works. Now the rules have already been established that we have to bring one thing to the podcast each week. My only fear is that ends up being too organized. It, no, because I think that we can each just like we're going to we're going to forget like almost every episode and we're just going to have to say a thing. True, true. I think I'm going to suggest monsters next time. Okay. So you'll be like, all right, favorite luxuries or monsters. And then we can go from there. Yeah, it has or, to be something that I feel like it has to be like something somewhat vague. Hmm. Like. Favorite things about the post office. <laughs> No, or no, but like I, I think like monsters is like pretty vague. Like they can go in a yeah. lot of different directions with that. I like you can name that. people. You yeah, can name like that's energy drinks. Ghosts was was kind of like that in a way too. Yeah, so I, I like where this is headed. Also, if you want to join the Patreon and throw in suggestions, that might be useful as well. I like that too. Oh yeah, maybe we could spin the wheel. We could get the wheel back. Spin yeah. the wheel. They are. Right, we're drafting this and this. I really like that. I like that idea. All right, not a bad, not 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 a bad one. All right, be good, Barbies. 